Maybe leave the watch at home. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'll, I'll just say right there, you f- feel free to go ahead. I'm not going to participate in that type of situation. Episode 1153 of Diz Runs Radio is a quick tip episode. Best of ish edition. Today's quick tip, running should always be fun. Hey, y'all, uh, real quick, before we dive into today's episode of the show, today's episode is brought to you in part by the folks over at YNAB, which stands for You Need a Budget, the letters Y-N-A-B, um, and they are a budgeting software that Rebecca and I have been using for, I don't even remember how long it's been now, five, six years, some, four years, something, it's been a minute, um, and uh, that might seem like an interesting sponsor, and an interesting product to plug on a running podcast, but, uh, you know, if you've been running for a minute... You know that uh, the costs of our sport tend to to add up real quick between, you know, new shoes every so often and and various bits of gear, whether it's, you know, shirts and shorts and sports bras or or whatever, you know, skin lube, things like that, Uh, fueling options. Um, race fees, goodness gracious, race fees. Those, those tend to add up very quickly, especially if you're one of those people that, uh, enjoys racing frequently, maybe traveling to races. Needless to say, and and we've heard this a few times on the podcast before, right? I started running because I thought it was going to be, you know, pretty cheap, a low cost activity, dot, dot, dot. It's not. And that's where YNAB can be, can be massive uh, because you can make sure that you're basically what YNAB does. Let's, let's not kid ourselves. It's not some miracle cure. It's not some, you know, money is going to grow on trees because uh, you use the, the product because that's definitely not how it works. But what it does is really helps you to be intentional with your spending, really be aware of where the money's coming in, where it's going out. And um, when you do that, at least as, as we have learned, and I use it both on the business side of, of life and in our personal side of life. Um, it's funny how you can kind of, you know, shut off some, some of the little drips where money's kind of bleeding out, um, just by being aware. And then because of that situation, maybe canceling subscriptions or things like that, all of a sudden you're like, well, gosh, I got a little extra money left over. And, uh, you know, maybe a little bit of that money can go towards a race fee or hiring a coach or sending him some money via Patreon, whatever, you know, whatever you think would be useful. Um, but if, if that is something, you know, if you've kind of, Getting getting control of your budget, maybe maybe being more aware of, of what's going on, getting some some financial uh, house in order, if you will. Um, I would definitely recommend YNAB. I think it's I think it's useful. I think it's been a game changer for us. Um, you know, before the move, after the move, just kind of being being in touch with where things are and what's going on. Um, it's been it's been helpful. It's been helpful. So if you want to try it out, um, here's here's the deal. And this is an affiliate partner, which means I don't get paid for the ad at all. But if you sign up using my link, you get a free 34-day trial to test it out. See how you like it. Does it work? Does it not? Does it make sense? Then if you decide to sign up and get yourself a year's subscription worth, I get an extra month added onto my subscription. That's it. That's the only perk that I get out of it. Um, other than, you know, like I said, maybe you get enough money set aside that you like you sign up for an extra race, get a coach, those types of things. Maybe it comes back to me that way as well. But uh, one way or the other, it's a great, it's a great option. And uh, again, that extra... Oh, I'm sorry. I get that extra month, but you also get an extra month on top of your first subscription. So you pay for 12 months and you get 13 months if you use my link. If you just go through the YNAB website, you still get that free month at the beginning to try it out. But when you pay for 12, you get 12. So it is a little extra bonus in there for you as well. Anyway, the link is disruns.com slash YNAB, disruns.com slash Y-N-A-B. And like I said, it's been useful for us. This is a long commercial. I apologize for that. 
but uh, it's been it's been really helpful, and I I am fairly certain that uh, it could be helpful for you as well. So check it out if you're so inclined. Any questions, let me know. But they really have a great resource of of um, a library of resources to help you figure out what's how to how to how to make it work, how to get it started, and then you can kind of you know tweak it, customize it, make it your own from there. Uh, but check it out. And again, the link is disruns.com slash YNAB to get a free month on the front end. And if you decide to sign up a free month on the back end as well. So today, little best of ish episode, uh, a topic that honestly, I thought I, I mean, I feel like we've talked about this a bunch of times, um, but haven't revisited this, this quick tip episode from March of 2017, originally episode 394. And as a reminder, when we do these best of ish episodes, what we're basically doing is, is re refreshing, dusting off an old episode, uh, the audio brand new, you know, this is not the same audio from, uh, whatever that is six years ago. Uh, but the blog post basically copy and paste it. But, um, th- this, this stood out to me as a timely topic to, to revisit in large part because on the, the coaching side of my life, a few folks that I'm working with right now are definitely dealing with, um, and, and I'm obviously going to try not to say too much to pr- protect their innocence, uh, but dealing with various levels of burnout, uh, starting to feel like maybe running is becoming a bit more of a chore, a bit more of a task. And uh, obviously with them, you know, as, as their coach, I'm, I'm kind of working with them to try to help find some ways to, to take some of that chore burden off of them. Uh, and help them to just make sure that running is is continues to be fun because ultimately that I think for all of us that's that's the priority right and and this isn't just a a couple of people I work with problem I've had this problem before I've had definitely had times in my in my life um, thankfully not really too bad recently although there's been a couple of times especially on my long runs there's a lot of days I don't feel like doing a long run but there's there's been times I can remember not not too too far back. Where, you know, just like I get to, to October, get to November and I'm just over it. You know, after, after running consistently all year, like I'm just, ugh, and, and, you know, feel like I have to get out there and go in part because, you know, it's kind of my job and running, you know, running adjacent is kind of what I, what I do for a living. Um, it starts to become a chore, right? It starts to become a struggle. And if, if you've been there before, you know, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't been there before, hopefully that trend continues. But I guess what I'm trying to say right here is that it can happen to anybody. You know, it doesn't matter if you've been running for decades, if you've been running for a handful of months and, and you're coming off the high of, you know, your first race, or maybe you're still training for your first race. And then when, when that race happens, there, there very well could be a little bit of a dip, you know, just because the excitement of that first race wears off. And again, that can happen. Any, it can happen to to anybody who has a goal race, you know, or, or just a race you've been looking forward to. Whether you've been running for for months, years, decades, we can have these dips at any time. And, and when when you do have those dips, if you're not careful, and and I say careful, like there's something you can absolutely do to, to prevent it. You, you you can't like sometimes it just happens, and there's nothing you could do differently one way or the other. Um, but not only do you, do you kind of get in that that lull where you're kind of like not motivated to run. But even the runs that you go on aren't a whole lot of fun. They're not enjoyable. They're not something that you get finished with and you're like, well, I'm glad I did that. You know, like I didn't really want to at the start, but like, I'm really glad I did. Like you might be like, I'm glad that's over with because it sucked and I hated it and I didn't enjoy it at all. In that case, you know, we're kind of getting under the burnout side of things. We're getting on the point where, hey, 
again, this happens to, to, this can happen to anybody. It happens to most of us at some point or another. So if you're, if you're in that midst, if you're in the depths of that right now, please know that, that there's nothing you did wrong and there's nothing that you're feeling that is abnormal. Um, but that, and that's where I think that it's important, you know, that I've done as done for myself when I've been in these areas, I've, I've tried to do as a coach for folks that have been there in the past, trying to do with the, the couple of athletes I have that are really struggling with this right now in the, in the present is to, to be like, Hey, you know, what, what do we do to, to take some of this, the, the onerousness of running off the plate? How do we make sure that you're having fun? You know, what, what does, what does, what does that look like? Sometimes that means looking back and kind of analyzing maybe some of the last few months of training. Like what, what have we done differently? Have we been, been running more to try to build up to a race? And now that the race is over, we've kind of continued with running more. Maybe we could back off a little bit, you know, go back to a more of a maintenance schedule where you have a little more flexibility, where you're not running quite as often. Uh, maybe you need a, a little bit harder break from it. And that's, that's one of my first suggestions. If running is, is no longer fun for you or is, is dangerously close to ceasing to be fun, you might think about taking a little break and, and by a little break, I mean like don't run at all. Um, maybe for a week, maybe for a couple weeks, maybe for a month, maybe you look at, at a calendar and go, all right, well, you know, today's episode is released on May the 19th. So maybe you're looking at it on, you know, listen to this on the 19th or the 20th and you're kind of in that midst. You go, you know what? I'm not going to run for the rest of the month. You know, that's, that's whatever that is. 11 days, almost two weeks, something like that. Maybe, maybe you, you, you pick a whole, you know, a, a month from today, you know, whatever, whatever it is. But you, you give yourself some type of, of due date where you're not going to run until then. And for the first few days, depending on, on the duration and depending on how much you're struggling with and how you know not fun running has become, that might be wonderful. Like waking up in the morning and knowing that I don't, I don't have to run today. And, and, you know, verbiage there, not that we ever have to run, but as runners, you know, I, I mean, I feel like some days I have to run. I, I do, you know, yet most of the time I feel like I get to run and I'm happy for it. But every once in a while I was like, Ugh. you know, but, but waking up knowing that, that not only do you not have to run, but you're not going to run period. Like, cause that's, that's what we're doing. We're taking this break. And after, after a few days, maybe you start to get a little bit of an itch, you know, eh, you know, it wouldn't be not, it wouldn't be bad to get out there to stretch my legs. But if you give yourself a, a good timeline, a good chunk of time off, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, month and a half, whatever you think you might need, a lot of times, at least what has happened for me, is that absence starts to make the heart grow fonder. And that first, those first few days, maybe the first week, maybe the first 10 days, whatever, like I'm pretty cool with not running, kind of embracing not running. But inevitably, eventually... I start to get that, that itch start to get the, Oh, you know, wouldn't mind going for, for a few miles today. And then I don't do it. Right. Because if I said, I'm going to take off the rest of the month and we still got six days left in the month. I make sure that I take off those next six days. And usually by the time the month rolls around or the end of the two weeks or the three weeks or whatever time frame I gave myself, I'm, you know, foaming at the mouth. I'm champing at the bit. Like, let's go. And then I get out there and you know what? The run was fun. I didn't have to run. I got to run and I enjoyed every freaking step of it. So if you're, if you're not enjoying your runs right now, take a little break, at least think about taking a little break. You know, that, that's, that can be a viable option and, and newsflash. You're still a runner. Even if you're not running for a couple few weeks. Okay. You, you, you're still one of us. You always will be one of us, 
but sometimes that absence can make, make the heart grow fonder situation. Now, another area or another reason that sometimes running can get a little bit less than fun is if you're focused maybe a little too much on the results, specifically race day results. So maybe, you know, is this, we're coming out here, you know, middle of, of May, you know, kind of spring race season, at least longer distance race season, kind of starting to dry up, you know, last few half marathons, maybe a couple marathons still happening in some of the more northern climbs, but we're starting to get into the summer months where, you know, maybe more 5Ks, 10Ks, and maybe you've been really focused on, you know, a, a half marathon goal or a marathon goal, and you come up just, just a, a tick short of your, of your mark. Um, in the last couple races, maybe dating back to, you know, last 12 months, 18 months, 24 months, something like that. Every race seems like you're not improving or maybe just marginally improving, even though you're doing all the work, you're being consistent, et cetera, et cetera. And th- there's nothing, there's no shame in being somewhat, if not even quite a bit motivated by results and racing and, and pushing yourself and PRs and things like that. Like that's, that's fantastic. I'm not a hundred percent in that camp, but I'm in that camp. Absolutely. I've definitely got one leg in that, in that camp for sure. And when you're not seeing progress, you know, pretty easy to start asking some questions. Why, why am I doing this? Why am I putting up with this? Like, you know, it was fun when I was felt like I was getting faster or running farther, setting new, new marks, doing new, new things. Um, but now that I'm doing all the work and not feeling like I'm seeing the payoff. Yeah. It, that, that can take the fun out of it for sure. For sure. If that's, if that's an area where you're struggling with, again, maybe taking a break can help, but maybe shifting your focus a little bit. It doesn't have to be permanent, but you know, as, as we're rolling into summer, maybe, maybe you just, you know, start, try to race some five Ks as painful as it is for me to say that. And you know why, but you know, maybe doing some of that shorter stuff where you kind of don't know, maybe if, if you're like me and you haven't really raced a five K in like. I don't even know, six years ish, probably something like that. Like I have, I have a loose idea. I think of what I might could be able to do in a 5k, but like, I don't know. Not that I have any plans on going out and testing, testing my theory, testing my, my 5k fitness. But if you, if you're like me and you haven't run a 5k or a 10k or a five mile or one of those kind of shorter distance type of races that you tend to see in the summertime, maybe go out and throw down. And you'll be hard to be disappointed with the results when you have really no idea of what the results might be, right? And then if you really like racing, and it, it pains me a lot to say this, but I think it's it's a it's an option. You can race five Ks pretty often, right? Like it's not like a marathon where you need this big build up and big recovery and things like that. If you're really racing them hard, so like you know if you if you wanted to be a, a glutton for punishment, could you race three, four, five, five Ks this summer? So you get to scratch the racing itch, but you also maybe have a better chance to scratch the, I feel like I'm improving itch. And even if you don't improve from one race to the next, well, the next one's coming up in just a couple weeks, I get to try again versus, oh, you know, you finish a marathon training cycle and maybe you don't have another marathon on the books for another eight months. And you're like, do I want to do all this work again to try it to, to see if eight months from now I can make some progress? Shoot. You can make some progress in three weeks, you know? The other option or the other flip side of the same coin is maybe just stop racing for a while and just run. And maybe this means looking at some different terrains, you know, maybe, maybe again, summertime 
as at least as this episode comes out, I don't know when you're listening to it, but if you listen to it relatively shortly after the, the release, you know, maybe it's a good time to get off the roads and on the trails for a little bit and just, and just get out in nature and just run. And if you've never run on the trails before, I'm here to tell you, it's a different experience. It's a very different experience. All of a sudden, paces, pace goals kind of go out the window a little bit, or at least you might have a tendency to get humbled, especially you get a couple of hills going on and, and some soft sand areas and some you know technical areas where you really have to be careful with your with your footing. Um, so you're slowing down, maybe even walking down some hills just because like it's not worth the risk of tripping on a, a loose rock and going, you know, asses over elbows over the side of a mountain. Like that's not, that's not usually a good idea, but the point being stop racing, stop focusing on pace and, 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 you know, times and just run maybe, maybe. And I know some of you, you might need to, you know, might have your, have your, uh, barf bag handy. Maybe leave the watch at home. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'll, I'll just say right there, you f- feel free to go ahead. I'm not going to participate in that type of situation. But, you know, leave your watch at home or maybe just put it in, in the, your, the little pocket in the back of your shorts or in your, in your pouch or whatever so that you can't see it, but at least you have the data afterwards. Uh, but maybe maybe what you really need, though, in all honesty, is to, to just ignore the data for a while. Maybe that's where you're not focusing on racing, but just running can be helpful. You know, and, and you'll know you're out there for an hour. Like, yeah, okay. It was about whatever, four miles or eight miles or whatever you normally run in an hour. Um, you know, you'll know, you'll know about, and that can be enough. So you can still scratch the itch. You can still get the miles in. Maybe you get the mental benefits of running, but, but the numbers and the, the, the ruminating on the numbers can go from eh, to, all right, I'm having fun again. And then you can get back in the numbers if you want to in the next training cycle, whatever. But maybe just a little less focus on racing, a little more focus on running and enjoying running is, is something that could help you have a little bit more fun, you know? And if you do run a race, if you have a race signed up and you're just kind of like, yeah, you know, maybe use it as an opportunity to like give high fives to all the kids, you know, stop and laugh at some signs, like just enjoy the process versus racing it hard. I don't know. Just a thought. Final thought. Um, or I guess, I guess I got two thoughts left, but the last one's very, very much self-serving. So I'll make that one real short. Um, the final thought I'm going to dig into a little bit to help maybe make your runs a little bit more fun is to, to make them a little bit more social. Um, even, even for the introverts among us and y'all know I am chief running introvert. Like y'all I'm enjoying these little group neighborhood runs that I've been doing for the last six weeks or so. Um, if no, if for no other reason, then they're just, there's something different, right? And I like my routine and I like, you know, set it and forget it. And, and, and I like not being around other people, but you know, there's something, something a little bit different for me, at least about sharing some miles with somebody, you know, and it's just a couple few miles through the neighborhood. Um, at least that's what our group run looks like, or our little neighborhood run looks like. But, you know, doing that and, you know, just chit-chatting, a little bit of small talk. Sometimes it's talk about neighborhood drama or what's going on in the neighborhood Facebook group. You know, one of the ladies I run with is a big Disney fan, and she's she's hoping to run her first Disney race next year. So, like, you know, we've been talking some Disney running a little bit and just, you know, like kind of helping her get excited about that. Um, but, like, you know, just, just the different conversations and just being around other folks in a – what for me at least is a relatively unthreatening environment. It's not like we have 
forced to talk about anything serious. We're just shooting the breeze about nonsense, uh, which is kind of what I do on the podcast, right? So, like, I'm kind of kind of used to it. Um, that that can you know be fun, um, or at least be some way to change it up a little bit, change the dynamic enough. You don't have to do that with every run, but if you can, you know, jump into the local coffee shop run or the local, you know, pub run or beer run or whatever might be going on in your town, maybe you, you, you recruit a friend or a family member, something like that to go for, you know, a couple miles with on, on Tuesday afternoon or whatever, like that, that little change, that little bit of time where, you know, when you're running socially, you're usually probably not focused on pace. You're not focused on time. Uh, you're just out there running can, can really help to kind of just take, take some of that, um, pressure away and you just enjoy it. And, you know, with a little bit of luck, you feel better afterwards. You're like, all right, that was good. And that can be enough to tip the scales back into having fun with your running. So maybe make it a social event. And Lord knows if you, if you have a good running community nearby where you can, you know, where it's just like big, big time group runs or whatever. I mean, you know, it's easy to do. You don't have to organize it. You can just jump in, be a part of it. And reap the benefits that way. So maybe make make your running social. Last but not least, on the the, the self serving approach here, you know potentially working with a coach. Like I said, I've I've dealt with this before. I have helped other folks. I'm in the process of trying to help some folks with it. You know maybe it's just jumping on the phone and chatting a little bit. Maybe maybe having some somebody to give you some suggestions and kind of help you help take some of the planning off it because sometimes that can be part of the issue right? Is, is putting the plans together and trying to figure out what to do and question. And you just take all that off and then you just focus on the running. Maybe the running is what you enjoy, but all the planning isn't. So maybe that's an option too. If you, if you want to work with me, you know where to find me, disruns.com slash coaching. I'm not going to hammer on that too long, uh, but it is, it is an option that maybe could be useful for you. Um, if you're in a bit of a rut or of course, you know, just feel free to ask a question, you know, slide into the, into the DMS or, or shoot me an email um, ask a question for the Q and a coming up next week. And you know, we can, we can dive into maybe a little bit more of your specifics that way, um, to give you some suggestions as well, but I'm happy, to, happy to help out. But the big, the big options are the big things that I think tend to work. Uh, if running ceases to be fun, take a break, stop racing and just focus on running and maybe make it social can really be, be game changers. Last but not least in wrapping up reminder, you know, I gave you three suggestions, maybe four, depending on how you want to count it. But it's important to remember that that no, there is no one, you know, as, as per usual, banging on the drum around here, there is no one size fits all. Meaning that just because taking a break has worked really well for me in the past, that may not work as well for you. Maybe, maybe none of the suggestions I gave today are the right mix for you. Maybe it's a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Maybe you need to take a little bit of a break and make it social when you get back, you know, or, or whatever. Mix and match to fit your personality your style, your situation. But I think, and I hope that if we, we make it intentional to orient our running towards fun, that, that more often than not, it'll stay fun. Keep that the priority as much as you can. Um, and if it ceases to be fun, recognize that early and, and try to make a change before it becomes so, so onerous, so tedious, so ugh, that, that it's misery because, you know, as much as, as much as I love running, as much as you love running, you know, there's a time and a place where a little bit of a break is not the worst thing, but the last thing that, that I want to do for myself. And the last thing I want you to do, if you can avoid it is to, to continue to force running 
until you just absolutely hate it. And you just say the hell with it. I'm never going to do this again. Um, because I think we know that, that running has a lot of benefits for us, right? Mentally, physically, emotionally. Um, and I know for me, I don't want to lose, I don't want to lose any of that permanently, um, until it's all said and done. You know, that's why I want to keep running until they put me in the ground. Right. So th- those are some thoughts on making sure that running stays fun. Uh, what works for you or are you struggling? What, what, what can I do to help you? Uh, one way or the other, let me know. Uh, how do you make sure to keep your running fun at this runs on Twitter at this runs on Instagram? Of course, you can also send an email to disruns at gmail.com. And if you'd rather head over to the show notes for today, which like I said, mostly copied and pasted, no gifs, yes, memes, uh, disruns.com slash 1153. will get you to the current, the, the updated, the, this version, uh, disruns.com slash 394. will take you to the old version that looks markedly remarkably similar to this version. Um, but you can listen to the old audio at 394 if you want, which probably sounds pretty similar. I don't know. I haven't gone back to listen to it, but you know, could be, could be a fun experiment. Anyway, disruns.com slash 1153. There's the comment section down at the bottom. If you want to chime in on how you keep running fun, what, you know, maybe share a story of how it became a chore for you, what that, that situation might've been, anything that you want to say, anything that you're willing to share. I always am appreciative. Uh, one last call for YNAB. I'll make this 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 plug a little bit shorter than the first one since it'd be hard to not. Um, Disruns.com slash YNAB is the link to take take YNAB's, the budgeting software that Rebecca and I use for a 34-day free trial. If you like it and you use my link, which once again, Disruns.com slash YNAB, uh, you get an extra month on top of your 12-month subscription that you purchase. And I think the purchase price of a subscription is like $85 or $90, something like that, which might sound like a lot. That's for a year. Um, I, I don't, I'm not going to guarantee anything. I will tell you this though, Rebecca and I have paid for our subscription multiple times over each year, uh, because of using the software. So it's, it's, it's been a game changer for us. So check it out. If you're so inclined, disruns.com slash YNAB. And with that, we'll go ahead and wrap this one up. Y'all thanks for the time. Thanks for the attention. If you know somebody who's struggling with their running right now, maybe not having as much fun as uh, they used to have hit that share button, send this one along to them. Hopefully, uh, we can help them get out of their funk quickly and get back to just enjoying the miles because that's first and foremost. Uh, But until next time, y'all be well. Take good care. Thanks again for listening. And uh, we'll talk soon, right? See you. (laughs) 